Welcome to Getting Real with Real Estate with Danielle Kempf and Jim Kemp, St. Louis's favorite father-daughter real estate team. Your source of real estate information in the greater St. Louis area. All right, we ready All to right. go? We're rolling. All right, well, welcome to the show. We're back, back again. Back right. again. Right. It's actually a Friday today. What does that mean? I don't know if anybody cares about that, but it is. <laughs> what do you mean? You guys work on weekends, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, I guess first we got to do it. We got to get started with a joke again. Start with the joke? Go for it. Okay. You got one for us? I do. Why was the mortgage so clingy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, it hated being alone. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Oh, queen of the corny jokes over here. Thank That's God good. for Google. Right on. All right, well, that was a good one, Danielle. Thank you for thank that. You, thank you. Get us started. All right, so um, we're, we're lucky again today to have Brandon Anderson with uh, uh, Heartland, Heartland Mortgage back with us today. Thanks for coming in again. Thank you guys for having me. I'm always happy to be here. We sure appreciate it, it man. Um, so, you know, we get a lot of questions. Well, our first show, obviously, we were talking, uh, you know, about um, uh, rental financing, things of those nature. So, uh, we're kind of continuing on where we left off there, but we, we do get a lot of our, our buyers, people that are looking for houses that maybe need some work, a little mm-hmm. TLC, and, they're, and they want to do like renovation financing too. Mm-hmm. So um, we kind of, if, if we can, kind of we'll talk about a couple different options that might be available for folks that are, you know, looking to buy a house that needs some work. And uh, I think one of them we talked about was an FHA 203K, right? Yep. yep. You want to maybe... Tell us a little bit about how those work, Brandon. Or yeah, so you know, with those, there's actually the FHA 203k loan, and then there's also the um, home style from basically uh, Fannie Mae. Okay. Um, and really, kind of the the thing with that is that they would give you funds to to do some of the renovation cost. However, there's going to be a limit on on the amount of funds that they'll be able to give you for that. And also, there's a, a lot of stipulations that a lot of um, buyers necessarily aren't aware of that they need to go through in order to have those um, those funds and have that loan actually issued to them. Yeah. Um, I, from some of the conversations that I've had about it, once I explain a little bit more about the the requirements that they need to meet up front, mm-hmm. more times than not, it kind of pushes them away from doing that type <laughs> of financing because it's a lot of legwork up front right. before right. you even start any of the, the, the construction process yeah. of yeah. it. It's just not as easy as closing on a house and getting a lot of cash to go, right? Exactly. To take your that. time and get your exactly. house fixed, right? Because, you know, that investor, he was really going to want to make sure that that, that money is going to be, um, you know, not doesn't carry as much risk per se. Yeah. Right. And so if, you know, someone's just looking like, oh, yeah, here's, you know, the the money to purchase the property and then here's also a lot of cash to, to go do the, the refinancing or the, the renovations. Right. But in, in a sense, it's like, you know, they want to know what's going to go into yeah. it. They're not just going to give you a lot of cash and be like, have Yeah, fun here you with go, it. have fun. Yeah, yeah. they, they want to make sure that they're protected and that they're going to get their investment back that they're putting into you. Um, so, you know, with that, the, the stipulations, you know, with some of them is just being able to actually have everything lined up at the beginning, whether that's going to be inspection fees, your contractors, and most of the time that contractor is going to have to be approved through that lender or Fannie Mae. Um, you'll also have, um, you know, the permitting fees, the actual bids for each thing that you plan to have renovated, right. and basically getting all of that up front 
is a little bit tougher than most people would actually think because right, yeah. I feel you know a lot of times people get jump into it they have some rough estimates but it's not you know yeah. anything like solidified on some right. paperwork like right. this is going to be the cost of that so up front if I was the buyer I would have to go let's say I want to do my bathroom and a kitchen I would have to go find a approved contractor mm -hmm. right get a very detailed line item bid of everything they're going to do for me mm -hmm. right permits all that stuff what yep. it's going to cost same thing for the kitchen. Yep. However, whoever you're right. I mean, how many people are involved in that? You got your granite guy. You got your cab, right? You got plumbing, yeah. plumbing. Whatever. You got architecture, all that stuff, architectural yeah. fees, engineering. If right. there, you know, you need to do anything along those lines. Yeah. So, right, right, right. you so know, that's a lot of work. You're yeah, right. just right up front, and that's yeah. you know. The other thing with it too is just to get them out there to get the bids for that. I mean, right. they're not yeah. going to do it for free. Right. Exactly. I mean, some may. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think maybe some people do quote for free. Will. Some of them will. But yeah. I mean, we have some contractors that'll do that stuff for us. But you're right. I mean, they. And it's know. harder to get into the house if you don't own the house yet. You have to work with the right. seller's timetable then yeah. too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you know, with some of that as well, I mean, there's typically a time frame too that everything has to be completed by. Mm -hmm. So not only, you know, are is that lender putting you under a time frame, but you're going to have to cor correlate that with all your contractors to make yeah. sure that they can abide by that time frame. Mm -hmm. Now, with the home style loan with uh, Fannie Mae, there is a section of it to where you can do it yourself. Like if you're actually like a certified contractor yeah. and that's your job, you know, then you can actually be able to do it do it yourself. Okay. And to get into the specifics of it are gonna it's it always comes down to the guidelines that that lender has. Right. Okay. Um, and depending on the lender, there's going to be lender overlays too on you know what these specifics specific requirements right. are going to be. So. Um, typically, like a time frame for FHA loans, it, it's going to be like three to six months. Okay. So you really kind of get got to get moving on that once right. you get going. Right. And then for that home style, it, you know, it, it roughly can be about like 15 months. Okay. Now I'm sure if you have that's a little better. Yeah, guess, really, yeah. if you think about it. But you know, not very many of our clients are contractors. Exactly. Right? And they all seem to want to do the work. That's what I think most people think is you can do the work they yourself want to do the work with the two or three K. But you have to have a contractor do like everything. Like even right. the painting, which someone right. could probably easily do, you have to have a painter, a professional painter coming in and do exactly. that, right? And for that part, you know, with painting something that's not gonna be as structural, mm -hmm. that may be something that you would be able to take care okay. of. Okay. But when it comes to the actual structure itself yeah. right. and like, you know, taking things out, anything that's really gonna be regarding yeah, permits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's a big thing too, is gotcha. you know, when um, when someone comes in there and they just do things not pulling any permits. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, then then we're gonna have some <laughs> issues, you know, on that sales side at the end of it if they that's plan right. just to to flip it so yeah, that's right. um, yeah I mean with those programs if if someone is willing to go through the upfront work by all means you know I'm happy to, happy to take that run with right. you yeah. right. and but it's I just you know for everyone to know it, it is work up front yeah. right. and you know the other thing is it may be more beneficial to look into alternative solutions Okay. Than, than being able to do that, for example, you know, hard money or yeah. another and bring another investor into it with you. Okay. Okay. So that that's kind mom of you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Call mom and dad. Get so, them to have money. That's uh, get that inheritance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it, you know, if anyone's really kind of interested into it, Google's a great place to just get started. Google, yeah. YouTube, you know, and you can find information on there that will be like okay, this is what I need to kind of get my ducks in line for in order yeah. to even try to seek this financing. Right, right, right. Um, and, you know, for the lending side of it, I mean, 
I'm sure that most loan officers will be happy to you know provide you with any of the information that you you will want on that property. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of you know making sure that all the ducks are in line yeah. and you have that loan officer that's willing to go the distance with you on yeah, it because exactly. you know it's going to take some time for that whole thing to close. Yeah, that's a long process. So, so to our listeners out there. If you're considering an opportunity like this, give Brandon a call, and he can he'd love to chat with you. I'm sure. Absolutely. Kind of tell you what it takes to get it done. So, um, okay. You had already awesome. alluded to this next topic. You were going to dive in. Yeah. Well, what I think the next Brandon said it as well. Hard money is is an option for, um, you know, a lot of well, especially for like folks who are out there flipping houses, mm-hmm. right? Buying one to sell, to fix up and sell. I've done it myself actually years ago when uh, a buddy of mine and I used to do houses. Um, we have borrowed hard money, and uh, it, it works very well, I mean, if you don't have the cash up front. But um, talk to us a little bit about what, what those are. I know those are like, that's an asset. Basically, it's based on the asset, not so much the borrower, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, kinda... yeah, and that's, you know, the big difference between um, conventional qualified mortgage financing and hard money and even the non-QM products on, on that, just because those non-QM products and hard money, they're going to want to make sure that the collateral is actually there. Yeah. You know, they're not too much concerned on that buyer mm-hmm. um, or the investor, but they want to make sure that the collateral is there. That way, worst case scenario, if you know something goes south with that investor, that hard money lender is still going to be able to recoup their investment sure. into you. Yeah. Now, granted, they're not going to make you know their their full bill on that, but at the same token, they, they're still covered enough to be able to to take on that risk yeah they know they're protected they're always going to have so i guess maybe an example i don't know let's say you have a house that would be with an after repair value let's keep it simple a hundred thousand dollars right so if someone were able to find a house like that that they could buy it let's make let's make this number pretty small say forty thousand forty percent arv and put maybe 20 grand in it so they need 60 to get their project done Mm -hmm. right that lender he knows the house is going to be worth a hundred when all that work's done, so he's okay alone in sixty grand on a right on something that's going to be worth a hundred grand. Worst yeah. case scenario, he he forecloses and he right sells yeah. the house or finishes the house and yeah. he can he can make a deal still. So yeah, and you know one of the more I guess, and it really is going to come to that hard money lender because where it's different is that there's really no set guidelines that any specific hard money lender has to follow so it's going to be kind of up to their discretion and with that you know a lot of times from some of the hard money lenders that I've spoken with they actually want to see that you have the funds to um, be able to do the repairs and they'll give you the money to borrow for the the purchase of the property itself Um, and you know with at least with some of uh, our hard money lenders here they they'll actually want to see those funds that you have for the repairs held in escrow so whenever it comes to a point that you're actually like okay i'm ready to start you know doing the floors here this is what the cost is going to be for the floors they'll then want to see kind of that bill and then allow you to draw that from that escrow account to complete that stage and you know as you move into each different stage of that that's when you can draw more and more from that escrow escrow you know making sure that that lender that's holding everything they they approve of that yeah right. so right. that's kind of the the, the big um i guess differences there is that i would 
from my experience with some of the hard money lenders, they would rather have you have the funds to do the repairs sure. than the actual purchase of the property. Yeah. Okay. Less risk for them. Exactly. Essentially, that's what it boils down to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Um, and, and a lot of times these private, these, these folks are just private individuals. Oh, yeah. In some cases, right? Or, oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean there's, there's organizations, I guess, but then there's, it can be just as, as easy as... Danielle loaning you money on a house, right? Exactly, right? exactly. And you just going through the proper paperwork through title, yeah. you know, to make sure that everyone, everything is solidified, you right, know, right, on right. the on the records when it comes to the liens against the property and whatnot. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, even with you know Mark Hoffman, he he even will do the same type of uh, lending for uh, for hard money if the scenario makes sense to him and his niche that he's looking for. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, that's a that's a big part. And then the other thing that you know. Would it play into effect is that is going to be that investor's experience. Oh, yeah. So if it's your first time doing it, then it's oh, yeah. you know it's that hard money lender. One is either, you know, if you have a solid plan to give to them and it's mm -hmm. your first one doing it, they they'll they'll probably end up doing it. Yeah. But you're gonna pay for that. Yeah. Yeah. Or kind of yeah. like what we talked about in the last episode. Start with like the beginning, like that duplex type thing. Build mm -hmm. that experience. Try and get up to ten mortgages with conventional loans, and after that, then you might have an option to yeah. go hard money or something. Yeah. yeah. Or I mean, another way to even get into it too is like, you know, there's always different groups that meet up that everyone is yeah. like minded, and you know, if you go into like a a real estate investing group oh, yeah. and you meet you know people there and you try to tell them what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. A lot of times the people there will be like, hey, you know, we want to we want to pay it forward and, you know, send the ladder back down to help new investors right. get started. Mm -hmm. So we'll help you get your footing. We'll, you know, we'll front the bill for it. And we'll also show you kind of the ropes on what you need to do. Yeah. And then, you know, in the same token with the hopes of them passing the ladder back yeah. down whenever they're at that stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's and several organizations that do that. Kind yeah, of that's right. cool. 100%. That's kind of how I got my first start, to be honest. We, a buddy of mine and I, we found a house thanks to another investor. He kind of turned us on to it, mm -hmm. helped, really kind of helped us with the offer and the whole deal. We got that deal, and uh, uh, he gave us a lot of pointers along the way, and it worked out fantastic. You know, yeah. we kind of tried to learn as we go, and you know, like you said, but when we first, the very first time we did a hard money deal, you know, we had to kind of show the lender. Hey, we've we've rehabbed this house. We rehabbed that house. This is how it worked out for us. We, mm -hmm. we were able to do it in such a time frame, and then he's like got a little more comfort level. Yeah, it. just verifying yeah. your experience right. there. You know that that you know it's not your first time doing it, and right. you know because I feel like if someone goes into it for their first time and they're not, they don't have the experience to where. It can get overwhelming at, at points when you you walk into a situation and you thought it was going to be this and it's a yeah. whole different mess that you're, yeah. you're you weren't prepared for at all and that can be overwhelming um, and definitely throw in a lot of stress to that investor himself yeah. so that's kind of you know one of the things where if you're starting out it's definitely a good idea to have a mentor to kind of back yeah. you with yeah. that for sure um, for sure what about rates and terms and stuff on hard money? I know back, and, and again, when I did it, it was years and years ago, but there was always like an upfront charge. Mm -hmm. Is that still pretty typical? Yeah, that's pretty a typical. Points, yeah, right? probably two, be about three, two to three, two, three points. Okay. Uh, kind of, I mean, and really it's going to be on that hard money's discretion, and they're going to base right. that off of kind of your experience and right. what you're asking for. Okay. If there's going to be more risk to them, then they're they'll probably charge you four points up front or something right. along those lines. Mm -hmm. right. However, if you're a pretty savvy investor that's done this over and over and you got a solid plan, yeah. they may not charge you as much up front because it's not as much risk. Right. You know, you kind of have to always kind of weigh the balance of, 
okay, if there's more risk to this investor, yeah. then it's going to cost more. Yeah, However, exactly. if there's less risk, then they're willing to give you a little bit more because at the end of the day, the whole goal of investing is to have money make money for you. Right, mm-hmm. that's 100%. And yeah. so, so with that, you know, being kind of the, the attitude towards it, it, it would make sense for that kind of that risk versus reward scenario on if it's more risk, mm-hmm. then they're going to charge more on that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of the, the big thing that I think, you know, people going into real estate investing kind of need to be aware of and also just, you know, just be conscious of that, that whole risk and reward yeah. whenever you're going to actually try to borrow money. Mm-hmm. You got to do a lot of homework just in, in, in thinking about, like, again, a lot of people want to buy that house to fix up and flip now. Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody saw HDTV a million times. That's what they want to do. And you really do have to really do your homework, especially on trying to control your costs and know what your costs are going to be up front on that rehab. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, that's where you can get into a whole world of hurt. Yeah. You, know, you think it's going to be... Just a simple redoing the bathroom simple, yeah. and then everything's rotted out. And yeah, you, you tear down it. one wall. Yeah, you tear the, the old tub out and there's, you find termite damage and there's $2,000 extra that you didn't plan on spending, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. So, yeah. And then what kind of rates now are, are, are you seeing on uh, hard money? I guess, um, yeah, any, any so thoughts on that right now or where they're at? It's really going to come down to that, the full Same. scenario. I but, know. I mean, just a general sense, you know, you can get something... I mean, prime. The prime rates around eight and a half right now. Yeah. Um, typically, they're not going to want to go lower than prime. They're still yeah. going to want to be able to make some. So, you know, with that, I mean, if you find uh, a hard money lender that's really got you know, and you have a really good plan, I mean, they may charge you nine and a half for that okay. rate. Um, however, it can go all the way up to fourteen. Yeah. You know, in some cases there. So it's really kind of going to kind of depend. But the thing with it too is that I think some people aren't aware of is that. Majority of the time, hard money is just going to be interest only and have yeah. a balloon balloon payment yeah. at the end of that. Right. Um, and that payment is going to be amortized, you know, over 25 or 30 years, but it's still going to be, you know, a term for about three months. So they're still right. making that the monthly interest payment on that yeah. over that longer amortized schedule. But then they're still also going to recoup that that balloon at the end of it whenever you do fix and flip it or refinance. Um, so having an exit strategy is important if you if you are doing hard money to know if you're going to sell that house right or mm-hmm. if you're going to get a mortgage yep and pay off that hard money guy and then get a conventional mortgage to maybe keep it as a rental yep. or keep it for yourself or whatever you're going to do with it if an investor it's probably a rental but so you really got to know what you're going to do yeah right you got to have that exit strategy up front and know because I think when I did them we had like a six or nine months mm-hmm. it was the term on ours and it was interest only but man you had to have that thing done and sold yeah right so there's no messing around you got to get in and get it done and get it on the market mm-hmm. and it, you know. yeah and you know the terms really I mean it can the terms can vary too depending on who that hard money lender is yeah. I mean three is probably the shortest yeah, um, and great. then you know you'll have you know six nine twelve yeah. okay. I don't think most people will go past 12 months right. that makes um, sense. just because you know if, if you're going past 12 months on your plans there then <laughs> there's usually some reason <laughs> behind yeah, that. yeah you're probably not the best uh, rehabber <laughs> yeah. you need a little more practice um, for sure yeah and you know they like kind of mentioning the different groups and stuff out there I'm not sure if you guys have heard of bigger pockets at all I haven't heard of that one, but so there's a group out there that uh, it's called Bigger Pockets. Okay, you can go to their website; they have podcasts. But they actually um, 
they are like a full real estate investing community. Yeah. And they have so much information in there on kind of the different tricks, tips, and yeah. basically how to work through it. And, you know, it's also, they've kind of molded it as well as being able to find like-minded investors yeah. within your community. Yeah. So it's, it's really kind of a, a great spot for someone starting out and in investing to, sure. to kind of look into to get more information about how to even go about starting to do this. Yes, yeah, yeah that's so. good, that's that's good advice. There's several, there's a couple other groups around that I've heard of as well that do the same thing. Mm -hmm. You're right, that's a great spot for a new investor to get started. Yeah. Because yeah. it's uh, there's a lot to learn. I mean, it's a, a lot of people think, I mean, you watch HGTV, right? Oh, yeah. 30 it's done minutes, in 40, yeah, yeah 30 45 minutes. minutes, whatever, you know, a couple new commercial house. breaks, <laughs> bam, it's done. It's not like that in real no. life. I can guarantee you that 100%. Oh, yeah. So, Okay, cool, man. Uh, anything else that you, off the top of your head, you think we need to know about hard money that our listeners need? I think you covered it pretty good. Though. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's really just going to come down to whoever you speak to about that. Um, and, you know, I think when you get into those groups and you start talking with people and explaining, more times than not, you're going to find someone that's willing to actually help you out with that versus right. like just going on Google and typing hard money lenders, right, right, right. you know. Exactly. At that point, they have no idea who you are, you right. know, what your goals are, what you're trying to do. And so at that point, I mean, it almost would make sense for them to even give you a little bit more like or a higher cost on that up front just because they have no idea what your situation. But if you build a relationship with an investor right. that mm -hmm. is wanting to send that ladder back down to help you to, right. get, you know, become a successful real estate investor, more times than not, they're definitely going to be able to, to help you out, at least with the financing, because they've okay. been there, done yeah. that, and they have the money to do it. Cool. And at the same token, everyone would... The ultimate goal is to have your money making money for you. Right. Yes. right. And so exactly. that's kind of the the two cents that I have, at least with getting in those uh, communities to, to help you start. Yeah. That's so. awesome. Awesome. Cool. cool. Well, how are we doing on time? Probably got to wrap her up. Brennan, thanks for coming on the show again with us. Yes. Yeah. We appreciate it. Happy to our year. listeners out there, man, if you, uh, if you, man, if you're looking at any type of investment property, really any kind, Brennan can help you. But especially if you're looking at some investment property, need some help financing, Give Brendan a call. He would do a great job for you. Yep. Or give uh, us a call. Jim will tell you all about his experiences I doing it. Tell you all my horror stories, and uh, you you know you might <laughs> never you might want not to want do to do it again. <laughs> I don't know, but we're happy to help you. So yeah. Uh, yeah, feel free to reach out. We'd love to chat. And with that, we'll see you next time. See you next time. Thanks. Thank see you. You've been listening to Getting Real with Real Estate with the Kemp Team. Have questions about real estate or something you'd like to discuss? Contact the Kemp team at 314-336-1926 or visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the Kemp team. Don't want to miss any episodes? Follow us on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. The Kemp team, real, honest, real estate.